1: The Pat Mayo Pat Mayo Pat Mayo experience. Experience.
2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. Today we're going back into the well of Cuss Corner. It's now time for Cust Corner 38. Reminder to everyone out there to smash the like button of the episode. In the comment section, tell me who you would like to see as the third on the show, along with Cust and I, because we have a very special guest today, joining us for the first time on Cust Corner. And hit the description. Go to the Cust Corner podcast platform of your choice. Could be Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever you listen to to your podcast. Subscribe to the Cust Corner exclusive feed. And if it's on Apple, rate and review same as spotify rate and review pump that up because it is time to bring him in for another edition of Cuss corner cussed
0: corner it's cussed corner Cust corner it's cussed corner he's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes he should be president of the united states but it's cussed corner it's cussed corner cussed corner he <laughs>
3: nobody is calling it to that anymore and i don't know why you continue to use that name
2: i mean that's how i mean you always talk about great seo this is great seo we have not done a new cust corner since the end of football season we did the custies and we did the custies preview show with our celebrity panel and one member of that stuck out so much he had to come and join us so as a belated birthday gift after years of hounding me kenny kim welcome to the show
1: hey i've definitely been looking forward to this i've been Uh, hounding pat for years finally uh it's happened i have to admit you know i've been on you know radio shows other podcasts uh you know stuff like that never felt nervous today a little bit nervous uh being on the show and and so you know uh whenever you gotta calm the nerves you get yourself a cocktail it's midweek i i don't drink midweek anymore but I, i took exception uh just so i could calm the nerves uh uh and and be on this show so pat tim thanks for having me on
2: no problem. Here's the problem with this. That looks delicious, by the way. It is. This is the same issue that I had when Cam was on the show. Now, many people will say that Cuss Corner is just Pat and Jeff ganging up on Tim. Pat and Gary and ganging up on Tim. But when Cam's on the show, he tends to agree with Cuss. And here's the thing, Kenny. You and Cuss share some very similar views on things.
1: We do. We do. And, you know, the thing is, like, I would remember more of them. Uh, but, you know, half the issue is my lifestyle. I've lost like half the brain cells in my head. I just had a mild stroke. That didn't help. So my memory is definitely shot. Uh, I've been trying to remember stuff that I remember uh, that I agree with Tim with. And there's a lot. There's a lot. Trust me. Uh, when when that, when that uh, Cuss Corner uh, uh, own channel came out, you know, I binge listened to it. It was the only thing I listened to for like, Three months uh, whenever I was in my car. Uh, and so I, I binged them on. I loved them on. I'd say like 40% of the takes. I was on Team Cust. I was on Team Cust. Now, rec- recently, it's been a little bit less. I- I'll let you know about that. In the beginning episodes, there's a lot more I agreed on. Recently, uh, there's been some disagreements, but we'll see how it goes today.
2: So, Tim, usually we start this off with you in doing Mm -hmm. this. Uh, Everyone out there should sub to Mayo Media Network and smash the like button to the episode, by the way, and rate and review the Pat Mayo Experience along with Cuss Corner on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But I have one that I want to start with because it's something that happened to you that we were never able to litigate on the show. You, sir, had moved over the past few months and we haven't talked about it whatsoever and there's a lot of stuff that we could get into one was that you were just using broil on your oven but can you take us through the process of getting this apartment and what you asked the people to do for you step by step please
3: so when you you mean like the the manager of the apartment they had to show me how to use the appliances that kind of stuff correct please walk us through that so I, you know, this, I hadn't been in a place like this, uh, so I needed them to go step-by-step step to show me how to work things. For example, I had no idea how the microwave worked, no idea how the fridge worked, no idea how the freezer worked, no idea how the stove worked. Uh, so they showed me all that, the washer and the dryer. Uh, they were showing me this thing called a lint trap, where <laughs> the thing is you take the lint trap out because the air has to pass through the grate, and it gets too blocked up. Wait, with, wait, 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 you know, wait, wait. wait.
1: You've never taken the lint out of a lint trap before?
3: I've when never, you're doing had your- never had to do my own laundry before. Ah, I'm okay. Doing my own laundry. Tim too rich. <laughs> so I'm doing my own laundry. So you, mm-hmm. so you take this lint trap, you take all this, this lint that collects so that the fresh air gets into in and out of the dryer, right? So they showed me that. They showed me how to use the fridge, which I had no idea. Like there's buttons that you push to turn the, the temperatures up and down and you don't want to have stuff too close to the back because that'll like block the airflow. They had no idea that that was a thing. Uh, I figured out how to use the oven temperatures. The microwave is impossible to figure out. It's one of these things where all I do is just push the add 30 second button over and over and over again to get where I need it. Like the other day, I was thawing something out for several minutes. So I just kept hitting add 30 seconds for like 15 times or something because uh, it's just as too many buttons. It's impossible. No one could figure out unless you had like a, you know, a, a master's degree from MIT. You'd never figure out how to work that microwave. I mean, don't you have a PhD? Yeah, but not in that, <laughs> okay. not, in, not in rocket science, <laughs> okay. not in rocket science, which is what you need for a microwave this day and age. My goodness. Uh, so, yeah, they showed me how to use all these things, how to turn the tabs on and off, uh, you know, just make sure that they work correctly and that they, they seal right. Uh, yeah, I learned a lot of stuff. It was very informative stuff. I took notes.
2: So, Kenny, here's what I want to ask you if you were the person who was being asked all these things as the property manager of this place,
1: how would you react to this? Okay. I, 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 I get Tim's ideas about this. Uh, I mean, like, you know, some of <laughs> these stuff nowadays, it's so hard to figure out the, the only thing is I would, I feel like I would lose my man card. Sorry, Tim. Uh, I'm doing this. I just, I just, couldn't ask these questions now if i was the person getting these questions asked to me i would feel i don't know i don't know how i would feel i i think it would just be like what is this guy has this guy never lived away from in civilization before maybe could be the first question like did i make a mistake letting this person Move into my home uh because not knowing stuff like that is a little bit different. But I mean, you could take it different ways. I mean, like, you know, I, I, before I moved away and did all that stuff, I didn't know any of that stuff. Granted, that was like 22 years ago when I was like, No in one my does late know how to do teens. that stuff.
3: No one knows how to do that stuff unless they're taught over and over again. Like, you, it, it actually takes some learning and it, it's conscientious on my part to actually find out how everything works and like. I feel no shame about it. I didn't feel like I was, like, turning in my masculinity by asking how the freezer worked. I don't feel bad about it at all. But
2: it's Okay, that's the one that doesn't make any sense to me, is there's a, clearly a dial on the fridge, and, you know, low would be the lowest temperature, high would be the coldest temperature. That's how... You
3: the, would think that, but that's not right. There are buttons that you push, apparently. They go up and down. Now, I had the lady set the temperatures at certain things, but I never have to touch them, because I'm too afraid that I might... Like, and now, wouldn't you off. think
1: the up and down button arrow... <laughs> Would control temperature? Wouldn't that be like the first thought in your mind when I, I, you, you know see what? I don't something know. like that? I don't know what temperature I
3: wanted at. I don't know if you want it really high, really low. I just want to set standard. I don't know these things. I don't want to know these things. Just, just figure it out for me, sort of thing. And so I took the notes and, and got. And got and anyway, it's all working great. By the way, I haven't had any issues with the fridge or the freezer or the washer or the dryer or the dishwasher. Uh, which is actually really easy to work too. I just, I mean, there's all kinds of buttons. I have no idea how to use any of them. I just know how to push three separate buttons and the dishwasher goes. That's all I need to know.
2: I still can't, hold on. I, I still can't figure out how you haven't learned how to use the microwave yet. When you were at my house, hell, what, two months ago, and you told me about this, I pulled up the manual to the microwave on my phone to show you how to do this. Did you never think about Googling any of this stuff?
3: No, I don't, you know me, I don't Google this stuff. I, I, I'm i not that type of person. I didn't grow up Googling things. I grew up looking up stuff in books and asking people questions. That's just oh, okay. who I am. I'm not some okay. extra millennial who's got to look up everything on the Google to figure out his problems. Like, yeah, I so like to ask so, so, so now so,
2: so now you have no answer to your problems. You're just standing next to the microwave over and over, <laughs> pressing
1: plus 30 over and over and over. It works. And over. It works. It, it, look, here's the thing I would say, like, OK, I, I used to be like you, Tim, like I hated new stuff, like new technology. I could never oh, get worst. in it. I wanted stuff like my own way, like the way I've done it for years and years. But what I realized as I transitioned into, you know, modern world uh, uh, is that like a lot of this technology stuff, when you learn it, it makes your life a lot easier. Like, I think you need to expand your mind a little bit when it comes to technology and different things in this time and age, like streaming and other other uh, other technological advances. Amazon, God damn it, order something from Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Like, these things make your life easier. No, and no, I, I don't like, know I, know, Here's the thing, here's the thing. I feel like me and you are in that same boat where we like to make our life easier. Yeah.
0: And, well, yeah. and you,
1: think, you think doing the same thing that you've been doing for years and years and years makes your life easier. It does not. Uh, because I can tell you this from firsthand experience, because I I was just like you, hated technology, hated all this new stuff, didn't want to change anything. And in the minute that I did, like my life got easier. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, there was more time for me. Uh, you should, you need to think about this, Tim. You, I, I want you to get in this day and age of technology, because I used to be in your boat. Now my life is easier because I've learned to adapt to new things. What do you think?
3: I think in some cases you're right. In other cases that adaptation is unnecessary.
1: All right. Give me
2: an example of each, please.
3: Well, uh, one example I would say is uh, ear pods. They're no better than the wired ones. I've had both. Uh, they're supposed to make my life easier having the AirPods over the wired ones. Not only do the wired ones look better, they are just as effective, if not more effective, and more practical. The, the, okay. the, but the, the difference but, but, but between but them is so marginal that to say that it's like going to make my life better by accepting that Bluetooth technology, I just I, I disagree. I actually don't think there has been as someone who's now done it, had them for six months, and have you know given them the old college try and have used them pretty extensively I can tell you that the difference between them is so marginal as to not validate their their, their need.
2: Okay, so Kenny, right. let me get your take on wireless headphones cuz wireless headphones are the greatest cuz they don't have a, the ba- they don't have a wire that you have to have yeah. in your pocket. Therefore, whatever you're listening to, whatever it is, it could be a podcast, an audiobook, music, whatever it is, you don't have to have that device on you either. That can just be in a stationary position. You could be charging that the entire time yeah. as you freely walk around unencumbered with the ear pods. And especially like someone like Tim2Gym, you know, are you jacked, bro? Do you even lift? Like the gym is the ultimate place for the wireless headphones because then
3: you're not constantly getting weights caught on the cord. And yet I disagree. I've I've used them for six months and I find there's just not much of a difference. If you're not an active
1: person, if you only use your headphones, like sitting down at home in the office. No. Yes. I agree with you on that. But like for me, you know, I work in construction. Uh, I work on job sites and like those wires are dangerous. Sometimes they can be dangerous and I need to have these on so I can make calls, take calls, do whatever, because I can't hear my phone all the time with all the noise going around in job site. So for a job purpose, it helps for me also you know the look who wants to have a cord hanging down your 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 front like a well, there's lots of
3: articles saying that actually like younger people think the wire earphones look a lot cooler and that ear pods actually look kind of dumb and kind of like old fogeyish, and that wires are sort of hip and in believe it or not like that's actually where, what people are saying where did you read this i sent you that article where, where i've was, seen you? that article where, 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 I saw where that article. was it from I have like some modern magazine. I can't remember which. Sounds pretty credible. This source that you're citing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just off the top of my head. I remember we. I sent it to you. You read it, and you had some sort of offhanded, snide remark. But I mean, I sent it to you. But anyway, you asked an example, and in my life, and look, look, the job you do, I can understand that. But Mm -hmm. for the life I lead and the things I do, I have found it to be marginal. And so, anyone, anyone that works out, which you do.
2: Except for you, apparently, is very even the one guy who was the holdout of our group of friends who liked the wireless like the wired over the wireless. Once he got the wireless and started working out, what was he all about? Wireless headphones.
3: I'm not against wireless headphones. I have them and use them. I'm just telling you, I think it's six and one half dozen of the other. I think that's a ludicrous take, Kenny.
1: I, I I'm a fan of it. I ever since I've gotten them. I love them. They they work well. Now I will say the AirPod Pro that I have now doesn't fit in my ear as nicely as the regular AirPods. that would be my one, uh, you know, first world yeah. problem complaint about it. But I deal with it. It's fine. I, I have no problem. I I like them. You know, you don't have the cord. The cord is so I don't know. I don't know the word where you you know you, can't, you
3: can't. Yes, that's it. Yes, I don't mind it. Doesn't bother me. Never does it. Mm.
2: So you've never been running and caught the imagine cord with being your such elbow.
3: a delicate millennial at the gym that you're so concerned that the wires or pro- people have been lifting weights and doing things with wires since the Walkman came out in the 1980s for earphones. But those people certainly couldn't get an effective safe workout. And it wasn't until we were blessed with the marvelous creation of the AirPods that people could really and truly it's not work safety up with it's, liberty. Convenience. it's convenience. It's like I just find the whole thing to be. People insisting upon its its utility when in this instance, it doesn't make much of a difference. And in the gym context, I, I don't see it at I see, all. See, I, I, I feel like absolutely feel
2: like you don't even wear the wire headphones to the gym because I've been in many circumstances where I've hit my elbow running with it and boom, knocks everything out. Now I have to go stop. I have to go put my headphones back in. I'm lifting weights. Well, some of us I, are I, coordinated. I, oh, really? You? Some of us are <laughs> coordinated. Sorry. So it doesn't you, happen to me. So you've never knocked out the wire from your oh, wire headphones.
3: Yeah, and But it happens head- very infrequently. But with, wi- with wireless headphones, it happen like three
2: times, times a never year. happens. And you can, oh, so- you can put your phone down next to you while you're working. out, You don't need to have it in your pocket, which is nice. You're more free to go. Then you can go walk over to find the stuff to wipe down the equipment. Oh, you can go fill up your yeah, water. It's much, hardship. it's much easier hardship. to do this way. You're talking Imagine. about trying to make your life easier, and this is making your life significantly easier.
3: I wish I could leave my phone more unattended so I can go walk away and do stuff. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe that's a perk for you. It's not a perk for me. I mean, I, I like my phone next to me.
2: I, I like, I mean, I like to use it to mark that. I'm not, I haven't left my bench yet. I put my phone on it. That way everyone knows that someone is using this. They'll be right back.
3: Oh, that's your. That's like you're tipping the stool at the eight, at the, uh, the, uh, at the, uh, the, the, slot machine to let people know that it's occupied. You're going to the washroom. You leave your phone on the bench. Yeah, a little bit. That's exactly what I do. I don't know. I, I, sorry, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. Yeah. And I've, got, I've had six months of practice with it. And uh, my
1: initial intuitions were proven correct. I've been a little quiet on the subject because I haven't seen the inside of a gym since I was like 16 years old. No, so well, I, w- well, I would not know. Your workspace <laughs> makes more sense.
3: I get your workspace, right? Like I, I totally understand that. But in the, in, in the, the metiers that Pat and I travel in, no, the wired versus unwired makes no practical difference.
2: Now, another fun one to do the wireless headphones for, like when I go golfing by myself, I just put my earbud. I put in my earphones, put my b- phone well, in I my don't. bag, because I, I don't like playing golf with a phone in my pocket. I will
3: never I will never golf by myself. I have an unending fear that I'm going to make an ace. Oh,
1: but I mean, usually most golf clubs you go to and you play by yourself are usually teamed up with somebody to pair it up. That, no, that's fine.
3: I got no problem it's, with it's, that, it's, but I'll okay, never play okay. solo. Never, ever, ever. Because I know the first time I do, I will make a hole-in-one. Tim, that I've been happen. playing
1: for like 35 years, and I've never even seen a hole-in-one. No, they're incredibly
3: uh, rare. That's why they shouldn't be happening at majors as often as they do. They're all flukes.
1: <laughs> These guys are pros. So what? What There's do you mean, hole- so what? They're like the best top – 0.01% of yeah. players so in the that- world. Don't you think that, like, the top 0.01% of somebody will probably do something better than the rest? I mean, isn't that sure. than the top? But that's
3: going from 0.01% chance to a 0.1% chance. And that's a I big, mean, yeah. and mathematically, moving that decimal is a significant uh, thing to, to move. How often do you win that bet, Tim? uh It's like 50 50. It's not 50 50. It's like 50 50. You've made it at the Masters every year since I've known you. Yeah, I have to stop making it there because they, (laughs) at 16, they are, they're, you know, that green is constructed in such a way to compel the ball. That that left pin location, you just roll it up on the
1: right and it comes back down. It's going to be a hole in one. Yeah,
3: that's, yeah, yeah. I I have to stop doing it at Augusta. But like in a couple of weeks at St. Andrews, there's only two par threes. So it's very unlikely to happen.
2: Oh, maybe someone can drive a par four, hole in one on a par four. You don't see it often. Huh? D.J. No, almost
3: did it. But, I mean, if you want to hit it over the road hole, you can just put up a couple of uprights for football, and then they can hit it right through there, and then they'll know where it's going. You see, that, that was horrible.
2: That would be great for the viewers, apparently, at least a, <laughs> at couple of
3: NBC. I, scre- I screamed. <laughs> well, and you're calling me a delicate millennial. I screamed. I was like, this is oh, the my United golf. States Open. And they're defacing
1: the United States the, the, Open with the, uprights. The worst part about that was when you see it, the guy's missing the fair Like, it goes straight up the uprights, and then it misses a fairway by, like, 12 feet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That did not work out well for them. So that was an example of something that
2: you don't need to, uh, according to you, that, you know, just, it's it's useless. You don't need to adapt to that. What is something, though, that you can use in your life that you would agree that has made your life easier?
3: Hmm, There's got to be all kinds of examples, and you can probably think of them more easily than I can. Well, I mean, you're, you're the
2: one living your truth, so let's hear it.
3: Oh, well, I mean, having Bluetooth in my car has made my life better. Why, I'll say that.
2: Why, why couldn't you just wear headphones?
3: No, well, it's not just the headphones. it's The fact that I can switch between the radio and the podcast in a very quick click of a button, you don't have to wear any earphones or anything, or put a anything in the cup holder to accentuate the sound. You get to hear it through the, the, the speakers in the car. Having Bluetooth in the car has definitely made things better and easier for me. So I'll, I'll say that.
2: Anything else you can think of?
3: I'm sure there are all kinds of other things, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Okay. So,
2: you know, cleaning out your lint trap, if you keep the lint in there, it'll catch on fire,
3: right? Oh, yeah. Well, I was told for safety reasons and also to like, yes, for safety reasons, get it out. And it makes sense. You have those little tiny grates and you want the air to be able to pass in and out, in and out. And if it doesn't, it'll heat up. I get that. Is it
1: an apartment or a townhome?
3: it's an apartment but i clean that okay. lint trap out every single okay time. because
1: because it, 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 you would suck living in a town home or a house because you'd have to clean out the lint trap that goes out to through the exhaust so you know your dryer has an exhaust that goes that kicks out which is outside does. so which it vents does. which it does, does. so so since so, you so, usually since you live in an apartment you will have your property manager clean that for you because if you live in your own home like I do, I have to clean that out because that's a fire trap right there. Oh, yeah,
3: that would be it. That would be difficult. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you just have to remember. It, it's not difficult. You just have to remember how,
3: when to do it. You don't forget. But I know. So I'm, vigi- you, I'm vigilant on it. I'm vigilant on it. Well, that's good news.
2: Well, I mean,
1: it's you do it every time you do the laundry and then you're good it to also go. Didn't co- it also fire.
3: didn't cost me nearly as much to set up this place as I thought it was going to. Well, what did you think what did this you was going think- to cost you? I thought it was going to cost me, from, starting from scratch, like $50,000. For what? Like, get you all. Know, I don't know what things cost. I, I couldn't tell you what, a, I had no idea what a couch cost. If you told me a couch cost $8,000, bucks, i would have believed it. Tim, I, how I'd old like, are you? Thir- I just turned 35. I didn't know how much these furniture pieces cost. Like, I can tell you what a bottle of champagne costs. That I know. But <laughs> a couch? No idea. Could not have told you. A chair? Like, I walked into this furniture store and I was like, is, is everything on sale? Like I was shocked at some of the cheap prices on things. Like I got a couch. You thought you a, like, were gonna
1: spend fifty grand furnishing your home. How I, many square feet is it? Like eight hundred? No, it would be so the it, pad it, if you, it's it's you threw in fifty thousand dollars. A little larger than that. I just didn't know.
3: I, I I had budgeted between like thirty and fifty figure. That's probably what it's gonna cost me to outfit like a table and a chairs and a couch and a chair and a television.
1: I mean and, you, you know, can't like, spend that much.
3: I didn't. It's possible. Oh no, I didn't. Like the couch was like 900 bucks and because it was on sale. And like I went to the IKEA and got this really
1: lovely wingback
3: chair. Oh, and, please like,
1: tell me, please tell me you had to build it. Oh
3: uh, no, I couldn't build it on my own. I had I got help. I got I took one look at it and I was like,
1: I don't understand this. That idea. would be a show that I would watch. I would pay. That's that on YouTube. That like, and my a YouTube had to be put channel together for me of Tam just building ikea stuff i think I I had, i've had to do that and i've wanted to murder myself oh i'm sure quite a few times
3: I, i'm sure i could do it but it would not have taken me as short a period of time as others uh same with my barbecue someone put it together for me because i just uh, would have taken me forever but anyway yeah it was it was a lot i just again i don't know what things cost sometimes so like i outfitted this place with bookshelves and everything at like such a fraction of what i thought it was going to cost me it was very nice
2: you could have spent more money yeah, I could have, it but seems I,
1: like you should have spent more now. Now that you're talking about no, it, no, but I, I really you, love everything i really... got.
3: No, no, well, I'm saving that money up for a down payment for something, so I'm glad I didn't have to like really exhaust that money. But I was like, I don't know if you told me a couch it cost seven, eight thousand bucks, I said, Yeah,
1: okay, well, that's the cost of doing business, I guess. I don't know. I, never so I guess, I guess before. the good thing is you don't have to like shovel snow anymore or like you know fall down your stairs during an ice storm that well, must be a bonus, that right? is
3: i i that is going to be such a relief not to have to do that i i can't yeah. tell you how happy that will make me
1: it does well, well now it does I'm
2: sound it, it does sound like condo ownership is more in your future than a house to buy a yeah. house. i could it, see
1: that or a
3: townhouse or something yeah i could see
2: well that. A
1: townhouse you still got to do everything yourself i own a townhouse i gotta do okay. everything myself
3: yeah, I could see that. But like, I got this really nice chair for like 300 bucks. I thought if you told me this was 13, 1400 bucks, I'd have believed you. I don't know what things cost.
2: I mean, I got some stuff to sell. Here. you. If, if you want to, if you, oh, if there's stuff in my house that you want to
3: purchase, you can buy it off me. I'll cut you a deal. I bet you will. No, no, no. Right. Anyway,
1: I, when like, you I did... buy your own home, call my, call my company. <laughs> we will come up to wherever you live and we will build whatever you want for you at, at a great price. Great. <laughs> fucking (laughs) priced so anyway I
3: mean it was and plus I have some antique furniture from that I inherited that I was able to put around too so I have a mixture I have a very modern style of decorating that's what I like it's like modern looking stuff so I have a very modern looking place with a couple of antique things thrown around your modern IKEA stuff not well it's only one or two IKEA pieces okay well but it's like bright and very nice and yeah so anyway I uh that's my that that that's the news on that. Okay. God, now, I hate IKEA.
2: Yeah, I mean, you. Can I pay... get
3: lost there. I got physically lost there once.
2: I don't see... they have they have the, aer- the, they have the
1: sweetest meatballs the in their little food court.
3: Oh, those are okay. So and you know what? The those Nordic are okay. cola, the unsweetened Nordic cola that you get from their fountains is actually really good. Shockingly.
1: So it's like unsweetened. So it's like soda water. Yeah, but, black. It,
3: but But it does taste like cola. But it's not sweet. It's, it's hard to describe. But uh, it's it's delicious. Yeah, I really like the IKEA food court. They you'll get some of the best
1: food there. That's for sure. Well, you, you know what? Who would you love? Costco is what you love. Oh, I love Costco. I go there. Their the food now. court bomb right there. Dollar oh. fifty hot dog. Can't beat that. Dollar
3: fifty hot dog and a sprite together. Like that's that's a that's a great price. It is. You'll get a bomb. And they're of delicious. Water, they're, they are delicious. You know, hey. hey delicious.
1: Quick hint for the people out there: even if you don't have a Costco membership. If you walk up to the front and tell that little person that you show your car to that you're just getting the food, they will let you in. Is that so? They will let you in.
3: That's interesting. I mean, I know. I that's... only
1: go to Costco for the food. Well, food they have. Great...
3: The <laughs> oh, well, they have great <laughs> deals on like regular food. Like I bought this tenderloin there not long ago. Oh, my God. It was delicious. How would you cook it? Uh, so it was. Uh, some of it was made into steaks and some of it was smoked smoked yeah some of it was did good you smoke it yourself no my father has a smoker i bought him ah, okay. a couple of years ago so one of my father's day gifts was to get him this tenderloin he made some steaks we also smoked some of it. <laughs> it was give him these tenderloin steaks and make him make it for you he <laughs> loves using it he loves using it like i purchased it all he he loves doing it something like to entertain like anyway he enjoys it he likes to look up various recipes and rubs and stuff and
2: how does he do that does he read
3: it in a book no he asks me and then i asked him and he tells me that I tell him. <laughs> so instead of just Googling it yourself, you do a three way chain where the guy on the end Googles it, then tells you. I mean, I have looked at things in the past online, but I just, and again, it never occurs to me to Google stuff. I'm a grown up. I'm actually used to asking real people questions and looking things up in books. It's what I was raised to do. You're younger than both, Kenny and I. Kenny, do you, do you use a thing called the Google? Yes. To like, figure I out stuff Google that I don't know. Like, do you use it every day? I don't use Google every day. Yes. No.
1: Yeah, I use it every
2: day.
3: day.
1: Really? every day.
3: That's wild.
0: Every Paul.
2: Day. Okay, Paul. Maybe maybe you can shed some light on this. Do you do? You, I don't do, think most. Dude, do, do you, yeah. Well, let's throw that out there as a poll down in the comment section, or you can just tweet at the PME and you let me know. Do you use Google every day, Paul? Do you? Literally, like, uh, like fifty times a day, like for
1: everything.
3: That's so it's just a crutch then. So it's just a crutch. You aren't learning. No, it,
1: it's not a crutch. You, of course you're though. learning it because you get the answer.
3: You don't retain of course that course knowledge. You're learning you it. never retain that knowledge. Then it's I bet. Too.
1: Why is that not? No, of course I do. I, I read something once and I learn how to do it. I'm done. So you Google, Google
3: how long it is to cook a chicken breast in the oven, and then you just remember that exact time and temperature every time from the one well, there time is you looked no up. Yeah. Exact
1: time and temperature for that. Tim, everything is different.
3: I just Google. I've been asked to Google it and I see what the number says and that's what I go with and then I write it down so that I know. Like, Why do you need to again?
2: write it down? All you need to, like, well, how big are the chicken breasts that you're using? Because it depends on how you're cooking them for one thing. If you're roasting them in the oven, set it to 425, put it on for 20 minutes, see what it looks like, flip it over, put it on for another 10 oh, to 15 that, minutes. Oh, 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 and by the way, I, I just discovered
3: chip... this stuff called parchment paper. Oh, it God. is so good. <laughs> It is. So I good. told been... you to
2: start using parchment paper instead of using aluminum foil. Well, you taught me to use aluminum foil with dams, so I was the, using and, that. And then and now
3: I'm using this stuff called parchment paper. Yeah. Who, it is so good. Who told you to use the parchment paper? I don't remember. It was me. Oh, uh, I don't. Are you sure it was you? Yes, I, I'm, was. I am. Are you serious? I don't. I don't remember who told me to use parchment paper. Maybe you should have written it down.
2: How many post-it notes does Tim have at his house right now? Like, if he's writing down, like, how long to cook a piece of chicken, like, where do you I just read it in my books.
3: I read it in my little, my little notebooks and my scribblers.
2: And then how do, you, how do you, like, why wouldn't you put it on a computer so you could, like, search, like, yeah, chicken? Or, <sighs>
3: whatever, whatever.
2: Or something like that. Like,
1: how do you— how This do is you, what
3: my like, grandmother used to do. She used to write stuff down. down. Your
1: grandmother's 80! probably, like, 80 years old!
3: So that's how she remembered, and that's how I remember but you don't if remember. I, you, but you actually don't remember it. There's like science to show that if you physically write something down, you have a better chance of remembering it. But you just you said that you attitude. don't remember it and you have to go back and look at it. Sometimes, yeah. But other times I can just recall it. It depends on the thing.
2: Paul, you have a question? Not even a question. Like, yeah, that, I used to use that strategy. I would write down like all of my history notes for like before an exam. But that's because I wasn't allowed to have a computer that I could just look these things up on. Like, that's, Yeah, you're that's right.
3: I you want to remember. use it as a crutch. You want to use it as a crutch. You don't want to learn it. It's
2: you not
1: a crutch. It. It's like the world we live in now. Yeah, why are you wasting time writing things down? Everything's at your fingertips. Everything's there. Well, yes, you're it right. It makes we life live
3: easier. In, this is a world of last men where everything is just about whatever's most comfortable and easy. But I mean, that doesn't mean that we have to embrace that type of like... I don't know, purposelessness.
2: It just sounds like what you're doing is what they did 300 years ago because you can't figure out how to Google things.
3: Well, I don't think they were doing it 300 years ago. Wait, About they weren't now. they weren't writing things down to remember them? I think they were doing different stuff 300 years ago. What were they doing? I mean, I, 300 years ago, a lot of people weren't literate, so I don't think they were writing stuff down.
2: So they had a series of noises they grunted at themselves in order to I have no things? idea.
3: Actually, I don't know how in the 1700s it was done or the 1600s it was done. I really don't know.
2: I can tell you in 2022, people just Google things. It's much easier. Well, Or, and, and, not, or, or, set, not up, or set up a tab either on your phone or on your computer with the notes that you're writing down. And that way you can just hotkey them and be like, oh yeah, that, perfect.
3: I don't know what any of that means, but okay.
2: How do you not know what that means?
3: Okay, well, it, was, yeah. it, it works for you, great.
1: I don't know right. what hotkey means either. There's, no, of course you don't. It's just I, I, some, buzz, some hipster don't, I don't, buzzword
3: I don't, I don't know that I just, like so 0. Ken, 0.1% of people have heard of. So
2: Kenny, But you, everyone knows it. But Kenny, you don't have folders on your computer for like the the hotkeys that you use, the most common things that you use or stuff that you want you to use. You mean say. like favorite Look, buttons? On, like that are favorite. On, my,
1: on my computer, the only thing I use my computer for is work and, and podcasts and, and video and stuff like that. Everything's on my phone. I use my phone way more than I should. Everything's here. Uh, that I need to go like what's a hotkey explain to me no, one, no know one knows that. what that is basically, no uh, that basically
2: is. just set up your bookmarks like bookmarks tab and the stuff that you want to use mm. more often you can set either into folders or you can just have them in a standalone icon and then at the top of either your chrome or your firefox tim still uses internet explorer i'm sure netscape
3: or, netscape there you go whenever, whenever, no, whatever whatever the factory phone. settings no, that no.
2: come with the computer that's what i tim use is using. safari I use Safari. Good, that's just fantastic stuff. Uh, but at the top you can still even on Safari you can do it. If there's something that you use often or go to often or something that you want to save that you need to refer to at a later date, just bookmark it, put in your bookmarks tab or in the folder of need to return to or saving for later. Yeah, I both. do the
1: bookmark thing. I do the I know bookmark how to do. Yeah, thing.
2: me
3: too. I can book I do that. Do you yeah. do that though, Tim? Yeah, no, I do. I bookmark things, absolutely. What do you have bookmarked on later like, right now? I'll look it up right now. On my bookmarks, I have BBC, CNN, uh, Fox News. I have uh, ESPN, The Score, the CBC. I have the Yellow Pages. Whoa! I have Radio Canada.
1: Did you say Yellow Pages? Yeah. I, th- I think you did. Are what? they still around? Digital. There, there's what? like digital version of the
2: Yellow
3: Pages? Oh, yeah. What in God's name would you use the Yellow Pages for? It, like, just tells you where things are real quick. You mean like Google? Like what? Like, <laughs> you just find stuff really quickly. So just like Google? I mean, I guess, but, like,
1: check it but out. Like, but, like, but like you think Google, the thing about Google is it has every single option that, that you could possibly think of. Does the Yellow Pages do that?
3: Well, I mean, I type in, like, what I want, for example – like if you use yellow pages, you want to find Chinese food. You just type in Chinese and you type in your city and you push enter. Done. Boom, I have. It gives you all kinds of places where you can get Chinese food in the area. What do you think Google, Google does exactly? Yeah. Google does all kinds of stuff. Do you think it? This I know is only going to give me results for businesses that I'm looking for to purchase something from. Now, if Which I. It's really useful. I use yellowpages.com. That is Google. Tim, almost there Tim, I use yellowpages.com. Tim, Tim, almost Tim, every Tim, Tim, Tim. That is Google. No, 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 it's not Google. It's a, its own web page. It's not Google. It's its own webpage. Yeah, but you're
2: it's now gonna I'll just say it's it's exact
1: ex- same thing.
2: But you're taking an extra step to get there for no reason well, no, whatsoever. What it and, it, and it's probably it, it out of date because it filters your results by what? Chinese food? You don't think if you Google Chinese food near me, what do you think pops up?
3: I have no idea. Take a
2: Chinese near you. Guess.
3: I suspect it gives you a listing of both like Wikipedia pages and restaurants near you. Wikipedia pages
1: and, of Chinese restaurants near you? Just re- like, Chinese, restaurants Chinese restaurants. I
3: don't know. <laughs> I assume you get a board of various results. Some of them that are very useful. Some of them that are like. Tim, oh, Tim, I, Tim, this Tim. I, I want know. you to
1: go on your phone right now. Okay. And, and, and go to go to Google. Which, If you have an iPhone, which would be automatic, just type in whatever you want to type in on the top. First off, that's what you have to do on your iPhone. You don't have to go to Google.com. You just no, I have the app. Type in. You don't have to go to no app. You just on my phone, go to your I... internet. You go to the internet on your phone. Type in Chinese food near me. See what shows up. What shows up is every Chinese food restaurant near you, the distance, if they deliver... Uh, uh, well, actually, it hours. just shows
3: me right now. Well, I don't trust the hours on Google. They lie all the time. Oh, I've man. been to right. restaurants that say they're going to be open, and they're not open, so I don't trust that.
1: Tim, that's from Christmas. That was one of the most angry things I've ever been at, uh, you ever, on any of your Cuss Corners. Should we go over this? Should I talk about this <laughs> now? Do it, Pat? do it, do it. Yeah, uh, it, okay. it's your Okay, time. okay, okay, so – I will tell you right now, your service industry takes Tim the worst. Like, okay, your thing about about uh, technology. You're thinking about Pam on uh, whatever. All your other things, they don't bother me. A lot of them, I agree with. Okay, your service industry takes get me fucking triggered, bro. It could be, it could be because I've worked in the service industry for for twenty years. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, that thing of in Christmas we you look at the google and, and the hours aren't right and you bitch and complain about that that i you know and, and you're like these people enjoy working at McDonald's on Christmas day that is the farthest thing from the truth you could ever think of in your life no server enjoys their job like 2% maybe and i, I was a good server i actually part of that 2% okay uh, now I, here's the thing I, I really hope to god that the restaurants you go to okay if you if you do things that or i don't know how you tip i figure you're a good tipper i would expect i I usually i
3: usually tip 20 percent.
1: okay that's good that's good then that that, that's that's nothing to worry about then okay uh but i mean like the consistent asking of questions um uh, the hours thing uh, i like to order off menu th- i really like to order oh, off menu oh you don't God, you
3: don't dude.
2: like to order oh. off menu we were just going over this right before the show kenny he was talking about different combinations of things at mcdonald's he orders and if he orders an extra sauce that doesn't come with the meal that's considered off the menu
1: oh, that's off the menu here's the thing tim like you have to be careful in the restaurant industry now people peeing or spitting in your food that's rare okay it doesn't happen that often Unless you're super fucking annoying and you go to the restaurant repeatedly and they know who you are. Here's a story for you. I was going to save this for a story time with Kenny on, pod, on Fantasy the Generous Podcast. But I feel like that I could say this story uh, here. So I used to, uh, you know, bartend uh, in, in Southwest Virginia, a very popular bar. Uh, I was with a uh, fellow bartender. We were at our bar that we are working at, having a couple of drinks. And this group walks in and they are... They are known shitty tippers, known annoying customers, right? And so the girl I was with, really nice girl, sweet, sweet girl. The service industry will jade you, okay? I started a couple of years before. She came in. We've been working together about five years. Sweetest girl, nicest girl you can think of. She sees this group come in. She sees the main ringleader of this group come in. And she's like, you know, last time I waited on them, I, you know, they spent 400 bucks. They took me $20. They ran me ragged. They asked me questions, stupid ass questions about the food, blah, 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 blah. So she was like, meet me outside in five minutes. I was like, what the fuck? Meet you outside in five minutes? What the fuck are you going to do? So, so I, I see her, she runs outside to her car, comes back in, goes to the bathroom and she's like, and, and while she's walks to the bathroom, she gives me like a three minute warning sign. Okay. I'm like, okay. So I go outside and I meet her outside and she comes out with a bag. I'm like, like a, like a, a, a shopping bag, like a plastic shopping bag from Safeway or something like that. Right. And, and, and a little bit of weight on the bottom. I'm like, what the fuck is that? She's like, I shit in the bag. I'm gonna put it on his car. I'm like, what the fuck? Are You shit oh in, your, in his bag? God. Okay, so th- this isn't this isn't even the, the craziness of the story. So, so she, this guy, okay, he drives a very loud truck. Everyone knows that this is his truck, right? But she, so, what she was planning on doing was flipping this sh- her own shit oh my God. over. I didn't, I didn't even think pretty girls like her shit. Okay, first <laughs> off, but her own fucking shit. Okay, she was gonna put in the gas cap that you pull open. All right. Oh uh-huh. now we we, we get we, we get to her car we get to the dude's car and it's one of those things where the, the gas cap is locked. Okay. But it has that little triangle hole where you put your finger in and you open it up right so this crazy ass girl I didn't even think she was this crazy. Sweet girl I loved her never thought this is in her this is what the restaurant industry does to people. Okay. Um now so so what she does is she like moves the shit into the corner of the bag, right? And like tilts it and like, you know, spins it, runs to her car, comes back with a pair of scissors, right? And she cuts the edge of the plastic bag and makes it like a like a piping bag. You know oh where you, like, do my icing God. and shit. Oh, right? my God. And so, and oh, so she, my God. What she does, she puts the end of the fucking piping no! bag in the corner of the gas oh! where that little hole is and oh! just sneezes her shit out right into the middle, right into her foot, right into the dude's gas cap. I was rolling. I, I couldn't believe that she was this doing it. a
3: very deranged person.
1: I, I, the, the thing is, She's not. She's she not. not. This is what happens when people work in the service industry and have to deal with people like you all the time. it makes us go crazy. It makes us go insane and do insane shit. like the thing is like I'd say like 40 to 50 percent of all servers in the industry probably drug addict or alcohol, okay brain cells gone. But they will fucking remember the guy that stiffed them from three years ago on a Thursday night like a fucking elephant. Like, we remember that shit. Well, see, now, I would never do that. I know. I I know. I'm I'm just giving you a whole overall general thing because, like, there are things that even small things can make a server go insane. So just be careful when you go out to eat. Okay? I mean, like, If you bitch at a fucking guy for, for, I was like, man, uh, you guys said you were going to be open, blah, 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 at this time, but you weren't. Something as small as that can trigger one of us. Look at me right now. I was fine five minutes ago. And now we're talking about the restaurant business. And and just just, just remember, these guys work hard. We only work for tips. I made $2.14 an hour.
3: Okay, but where I am going on Christmas Day is McDonald's.
1: They'll fuck you too. And
3: and they'll get double time and a half for working on Christmas Day. So they're going to make
1: $20 an hour instead of... If I'm a 16 or
3: 17 year old, I want to work Christmas Day because I want to make all that extra money.
1: No. I I used to
3: know people who worked at a drugstore that's 24 hours and fast food places who would always volunteer to work the holidays because... They wanted that 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 double time and a half.
1: Maybe, and they probably don't have families. Like you got to remember, these people have families too, and it's a holiday. They are working on a holiday to serve your needs. And I appreciate instead it. of being.
3: Do you? I do appreciate it. Yes, I do. I tip at McDonald's. I tip at Tim Hortons.
1: Okay, well, th- 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 that that's good. That's that's hold actually on, pretty hold fucking on, Hold
3: on, you don't tip at McDonald's. Yeah, that's no, not anytime true. Anytime I'm using, co- such anytime a I'm using cash. Anytime I'm using cash, I always let them keep the change. Never do I ask for the change. Okay,
1: that is another thing. <laughs> you tell some motherfucker to keep sixteen cents. <laughs> well, whatever the change is,
3: like I just don't keep the change if it's a. If it's that a is more
1: disrespectful. To,
3: if the meal is fourteen dollars and I or, or fifteen dollars and I give them a twenty, uh, I probably don't want the change. You leave them the twenty. So you you you, you, the 20?
2: you 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 will tip five dollars on that. That is such a. That is a fucking like, absurd be, statement by you. I'm sweating right now. That is, like, un- that is untrue, like, and that's a lie.
3: No, no. If a meal's like like a normal thing, it might be like 1650 or whatever. If I give him a $20, i will say keep the change. Absolutely. I've never seen you do this. Well, you don't usually go through the drive through with me at McDonald's. I don't believe this for a second.
1: If I, you do this, Tim. I do do this. That is a very good thing. When I use that cash, I know I don't
3: thing. always use cash at McDonald's. That's a very good thing. If I'm using cash, I've got cash in my ashtray to use. I, I never ask for any change back. I'm not that type of person. What kind of Okay, how much are you spending if you're these cash that you're spending you're using from your
2: ashtray. What do you got like 300 bucks in like loonies in there? That you're paying yeah, no, like, with you have like a here's, another bill bill. here's another one. Here's another one. Oh, I keep
3: know. I a, I keep bills in my ashtray. What? Why? Like my ashtray in my car like is like a little door on the side that has like that clips up and clips down. And maybe it's not an ashtray, maybe it's really designed for coins. I don't know what it is. <laughs> It's a little place in my car. I call it an ashtray, but I mean, it's, it's the thing that I use to keep change money.
1: How old is your fucking car? Like, I remember old. those things. I remember those things when I was like in the. Okay, so I remember vividly uh, when I was in the Boy Scouts. I used to uh, go to this Boy Scout, you know, get rides with this one kid's dad all the time, and the kid he loved mustard. So he he was well, in a club in elementary elementary school called the Mustard Maniacs. I might have been a part of this club, okay? <laughs> uh, all right, and so we put mustard on everything. And, and in his car, they had those little pull-out, little coin purse-looking things that were. So this tray. is what I've got. This is what uh, I've this, got. Uh, uh, this is like in 1988 when they had this. And, and every time I open it, it would be full of like you know mustard packs. So I've got a Toyota Camry. A crazy, he literally suck mustard out of the packs and put it in. It's that a
3: 2013 thing. Camry, and right to the left-hand side of the steering wheel. There's a little like you click a little button and it's a drop down and it basically holds change, and I just have tons of change and bills in there.
1: At least you're smart with the car, Toyota. The way to fucking go. Go Japanese. Yeah, I love I love yeah. Toyota cars. There you go. I got my 4Runner uh, this past fall and it's the greatest. 4Runners is, is a bit too much car for me.
3: I either wanted I a Rav, I either wanted a Rav or a Camry when I bought a new car.
1: And, and the, uh, the Rav 4, not bad too. It's uh, I, you know, yeah. Again, I'm in construction. I need a big truck. I, I get that. No, I totally get that.
2: You didn't buy a new car. You ran into a deer and they gave you a new car.
3: Well, I ran a deer ran into me and I had to purchase a new car because of it.
1: Yeah, a well, deer, no joke. I've definitely had no. a couple deer in my life.
2: Our next partner has a product that not only I, but my wife as well uses every single day I started taking athletic greens because I was feeling slow in the morning I wasn't sleeping well and I wasn't recovering from working out as quickly as I wanted to because spoiler alert I'm actually getting old and it kind of sucks but since I started taking athletic greens it's optimized my immune system and I have better gut health which means I have more energy. I'm working out longer and I'm recovering faster. And because I'm working out better and recovering faster, I'm sleeping better at night, I have more energy in the mornings. And the big thing that I was going through was, what do I eat in the mornings? Do I want to really sit down and have bacon and eggs every single day? I mean, yeah, I do. But it turned out by like 11 o'clock that i didn't feel all that great anymore so mixing in athletic greens right when i wake up make sure that i get the nutrients that i need i don't need to take a bunch of vitamins every single day i get my probiotics keeps me regular and i feel great all day long and you will too with athletic greens and it's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy-free or gluten-free athletic greens is gonna be for you it supports mental health and clarity and ag1 is a small micro habit with big benefits it's one thing you can do every single day just to take care of yourself it's not like you're buying 800 sets of different vitamins you have to have this combination and this combination to get this and get that no just take athletic greens and it costs you less than three dollars a day you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your vitamin and your cold brew habit and right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition and to make it easy Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I recently received my Helix mattress in the mail. Came in a big box and I've had it for probably about a month now. Super comfortable. Super easy to unbox, too. Kind of fun. And put it into the spare room and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go try this out. Went and tried it out. Talked it over with my wife. Swap beds. Helix. Now the main source of what Mayo's laying on at the household over here right now. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you get your mattress that you know will be perfect for you when you sleep. I took the Helix quiz, and I was matched with the model of my choice because it cooled me down during the night. I like it, you know, I don't like it too firm. I don't like it too soft. And all of a sudden, a mattress shows up that is tailored completely To me, I really love it. It's soft, but it still really supported my wife all in on it too. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched with, the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store. Again, it's that easy. Just go to helixsleep.com slash mayo. Take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never actually all that far away. Helix Sleep is also offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for all our listeners at
3: helixsleep.com. Slash mayo. Now, I've got some things on my list here I'd like to chat about.
2: Uh, Well, you know what? We're we're 45 minutes into the show. You have yet to have the floor. This is your show, Cuss Corner, named after you. So let's hear it.
3: I'm very disappointed with you, the people, uh, about something. But a month ago, I didn't realize, and it's an epidemic amongst you people, that 83% of you like cold buffalo wings because you prefer to put your sauce all over the wings like a monster rather than get it on the side. Now, I'm different. I like fresh, crispy wings, and I like to control how much sauce is on my wing because I'm a normal person. But you monsters who want ice-cold buffalo wings, who want them covered in gloopy sauce and in not sauce, you want them it all over there. I'm very disappointed in you. I, I, I mean, I'm your tribune. I'm there for you. And part of my job is to, I think,
1: correct you when you're wrong. And you people are wrong on this one. Tim, I will fight for you. Thank you. Take Thank take until I die. Hundred percent truth. Hundred percent truth. Thank you. Why would you want to add wet sogginess to the crispiness of those those wings that are naked that don't have mm-hmm. any sauce on? That's that's hundred percent truth. Hundred percent. I understand they, it. Yeah, I don't either. I, I worked in a wing joint. the The bar that I used to work at in Reno was a Buffalo Wild Wings. The only way I'll get my wings, unless they're Korean style fried chicken wings. I, I, I That's different. Tim, I, I don't know if, if Korean style fried chicken has gotten into Canada. There, there, in, there is a pack. place here. There is a place
3: around here. I've
1: okay. on. Oh, Okay. Once you go there, you'll change your mind about the sauce because they, us, my people, my people, we do the sauce thing right. Perfect amount, still crispy because okay. we double fry. And also Korean chicken wings. What they do is they get something and they suck the fat out in between the skin and the meat. And they suck that fat out, so it creates that pocket inside the chicken wing. So it keeps the inside of the chicken wing super moist because there's a pocket now, and the outside stays extraordinarily crisp. Go to your local Korean fried chicken joint and get yourself some Korean fried wings. My personal favorite, panchan. It's It's big in America. They're everywhere now. Go try that. If you have that with sauce... They do the sauce right. Every other American, Canadian, whatever fucking way place there is, get the fucking sauce on the side. Tim is 100% correct on this. I am indifferent
2: to the entire sauce on, sauce off. I can eat without sauce, have a dip, but I prefer to mix my sauces because I like something that's extremely hot, but I do like the tang of something else. So if I get suicide sauce, I'll either get the suicide sauce on the wings, and then dip them in something like honey garlic or jerk sauce, something like that, or do the opposite. Sometimes it's
1: better. Do you actually enjoy enjoy the suicide type wings?
2: Yeah. Except there there was one instance, and Tim was with me, where you had to sign a waiver in order to eat them, and it was just simply too hot. And it was embarrassing for everyone, myself included, who tried them, except for one person
1: who pounded like 20 of them, no problem. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, there are like sixty thousand on the Schofield scale or whatever that is.
1: Yeah, no. See, why well, I don't understand why people want to hurt themselves while they. Yeah, eat I,
2: I don't want to hurt myself. That makes no sense. But I me. do like really hot food, so getting super hot wings, I do like them. I like the taste of it.
1: Okay. Look, look, no sauce on the wings, extra crispy. Yeah. Blue cheese, blue cheese, Tamaranch. Ranch. Oh, blue cheese, one hundred percent. Yes, yes. Blue cheese. What kind of monster uses ranch? What kind of exactly. child uses ranch? Blue cheese. Yeah. And then the sauce on the side. Yes. You, you do a double little dip.
3: Yes. Double little
1: dip. Yes. Get your bite, double little dip. Double uh, little dip. You're speaking get your my language. Bite again.
3: You're the, speaking my language. That's the only way to go. That that's the, the way that only way to go. Away. Yes. Oh, you need to come on this show more often.
1: And there you go, Tim. I yelled at you about five minutes ago. This is yes. great. This is yes. great. I agree with you on this.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I wholeheartedly disagree with with
1: this awful Blue cheese.
3: Yeah, it's because man. you have very strange and and, and sort of no, subpar. No, no. Well, you you, you just said uh,
2: that 80% of people would want the sauce on it. So it seems like you're in the vast minority
3: here. I'm very disappointed in them. They because should know most
1: of them haven't tried it. I think that's what most it is. Them, when, they don't know they any better. When they order wings, they just order wings, and they expect the sauce to be on it. Try some new shit so, so Ken- i got two other Okay, oh, hold,
2: hold on before before we get off of uh wings and food because this came up recently and kenny you were involved in this conversation not directly because you weren't there it was tim myself and someone else on the golf course and he was making some sort of ludicrous food take which was just sounded awful and then he said well kenny agrees with me and kenny
1: is a chef are you a chef kenny am. i am not a chef I, I will let you know my experience in the restaurant industry started off as bartending you know wing joints, but the last ten years before I had the before I got this construction job was at a fine dining restaurant. Fine dining, white tablecloth, and and what this restaurant did for its employees was to try and um, get them to learn more about different different you know fine dining places. So if you went out to eat at a nice restaurant, and I brought the receipt back to my boss. I, I he would refund me my part of the meal uh as a as a like a learning experience to learn so i know a lot about food i think tim's take that you're talking about might have been about the caviar spoon yes uh, was that what it is that's 100 yes. that that's 100 correct yeah, would there, have to use there, Mother of Pearl. There,
2: there, because okay, there, when there, it comes there, to caviar. Hold on. That's not what this was about. This was about something really oh, okay. stupid. But because you, okay. had, because you had said that, he said he was basically calling you Chef Kenny.
1: I am not a chef, but I, I've, I've worked in, in a very high end. Yeah, that's close like my, that's, that's my, my, my That's good my enough? My guest average around $80 per person. Per yeah, minute. I think that, that's good enough. Average. So
2: you, anyone who works in the restaurant is a chef, according to you, Tim.
3: If you're helping to prepare the food in some way, shape, or form.
2: I'm
1: not preparing shit, but the thing is, you know, uh, I'm serving it, but I have unlike, to I'm like that other server so who is thing.
3: literally preparing shit yeah. in the parking lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. If you're a good server, you have to learn about your food. There is an art to it. You know, the way you speak about the food. The oh, sure. Can, I agree with the that. The only way you could eloquently speak and talk about the food is if you tried it, if you know what goes into it, if you know the work that it takes to get this beautiful piece of food out to you. Okay. And and that makes our job easier. So when chefs explain that to us, which you know, we had a we had a we had a meeting 30 minutes before opening every day. Okay. And and, and the chef is out there telling you, you know, what he's doing, what he expects, you know, what's on the menu, what the specials are. Okay, you learn about that, and and that's how you become a good server. Okay, I I, I took pride in my job as a server, and I made damn good money. You know what I'm saying? I only worked like 28 hours a week. You know, I had as unlimited amount of time to research on golf, uh, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, but, and the money was great for the amount of hours I worked. I was pulling 65k a year, working 28 hours. uh, a week, you know I, not bad, you know what I'm saying? not bad. Some years I even got close to seventy. not bad but the only way you could do that is if you take the job seriously sure and, and that's another reason why going back to when I was yelling, you know that's why you got to be careful when you go to some of these restaurants and and, 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 and just make sure you, you take care of your servers. don't work them extra hard. Don't ask them unnecessary questions. Don't. I, I, I know they're there for you, and we'll do it. We'll do it. But if we remember you and you come back and you fucked us on a tip or something like that, we'll fucking remember. The restaurants I worked at, we would never do anything bad to the food. We would just you know, talk shit behind your back. And
3: deface the cars in the parking lot.
1: Yes, that was when I worked at a wing joint and I was in my mid 20s. Oh, okay, different. fair enough. A little bit different. A little bit different. I just wanted you to
2: know that Cust was giving you stolen chef valor, is all I'm saying.
1: I mean, I'll take it. Shit, yeah, fair it. enough. I'll, talk, I'll take it. I'll take it.
3: Fuck, yeah. uh, I mean, basically, you've corroborated what I thought. So
2: yeah, that's yeah, I'll
1: take it. I'll Thank take you. It I, I, it. Th- again, you need to come on more often. This is great. Like I said, Tim, I, like a lot of the stuff I agree with you, there's certain things that you talk about that get me. Well, let's true. see if you agree with
3: this. All right. Uh, so it's summertime people love to go to the beach i get it i've never been a huge beach person but one of the things that drives me the most batty about the beach is when people is no well, no no when people say i gotta go to this beach because it's got the warmest water i hate the warm water beaches you want that water freezing cold when what? you go to the beach it is super hot out is sand is hot it you're not going to the beach if it's mild you're going to the beach because it's super hot so that means when you're going to get in that water you want it to cool you down you want it to be very cold you want it to like almost take your breath away cold and you can adapt a bit and that it, it cools you down and then it ocean water is dirty you don't want to be in there very long you know you're in there for a minute you, or two you think that ocean water, out, you know, hold on
2: hold on you think that ocean water is dirty versus what lake water
3: well, yeah. I mean, like, th- think of what the things that sail around in the ocean and are think in about, the ocean. Think what? about how it's all salty. Big the ocean is
2: yeah, versus no, all a lake too. where arr,
1: the- arr. you cold, want it cold, freezing, just, cold. Yes,
2: cold water better at beaches. Cold water can be good if you're in better. Cuba, which where the water isn't all that hot. No, where here. you where you live, where I live, you don't want the water fucking cold because the cold water here is legit cold
3: water. I that's what I want.
1: Okay. It depends. Like, okay. It doesn't get that hot here is the thing. It does does not get that hot here. Cold water can make for better viewing, (laughs) especially if there's a lot of women in bikinis, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You get the little, you know, little things popping up. Cold water could be good for certain things. All right, Tim. Uh, But the thing is you got to realize like when you're in a place that has warm water, that water is still a lot colder than what the temperature is outside. So it will feel it will feel good to you jumping oh, it's in. It's all a
3: softness thing. Oh, I've got to have the warmest waters to swim. No, you don't.
2: I don't see you, you, know, do, don't
3: see you doing the polar bear swim every single year, pal.
2: If you love cold water thing. so much.
3: I mean, the polar bear swim is literally to be frozen for a second or two for the novelty of it. You're going to the beach in the summer because it's incredibly oppressively hot. Then you get to the beach and it's sandy and that exudes even more heat because it absorbs the heat and the towel is hot and you're sweating and the you're wearing the sunblock and it's hot. Yeah, the towel absorbs what, what, the heat too and it's hot. and do you towel? The whole thing is hot and it's unpleasant and you're like, I need to cool down. And then you don't want to wade into water that's warm or mild. You want it to be freezing cold. You want it cold. How, you want to be refreshed. How many times right have you
2: ever walked into the ocean at a beach, which sounds like you've never been to the beach, and you've walked into the ocean where we live, and it's mild feeling. It never
3: happens. Oh, there are, oh, there are parts along the Northumberlands where it is exactly like that. Absolutely, it's like that. Absolutely. It's like it's not freezing cold. It's like relatively warm waters. I don't There's a beach nearby here, it's one of the best beaches in the province called Rainbow Haven. Oh my and god. The water oh there god. is freezing cold. It is and it is so you go beautiful. to the
2: you go to the trash beach of the like It's not a trash beach. The, I think it's up going the, to that it's, beach. It's, yeah, of course. It's the trash Stop beach. Stop
3: saying that. Stop saying a, that. It's anyone not
2: true. from our region will tell you, and I think they have told you, it is the trash beach around. It's the one that's
3: near the, the city. <laughs> it's a beautiful beach, and the water Wrong. is always Wrong. so cold. It makes it so refreshing. I think
1: when it comes when it comes to beach water, I, I don't hate that take about being a little oh, bit you. chillier. I don't hate that. Thank you. The, the the big thing is what you want when you go to the beach is clear water. Have you ever been to the Caribbean, Tim?
3: Yeah, I have a couple of times. I didn't love it.
1: Well, what?
2: Yeah, Tim did uh, not love that clear water. No, Tim was big on going down south. True story. And watching the different channels in his room from the north. I spent most of my time
3: in the room. I spent most of my time in the hotel room. I Where in, in
1: the Caribbean did you go?
3: Jamaica, uh, sorry, the Dominican Republic twice, and uh, just outside. You're not You're not in
1: the beach drinking El Presidente in a, the Dominican. Eh, I mean, in the come morning, on, man. that's what the, you got to
3: do, right? In the morning, I'd have a drink or something outside by the pool, maybe by the beach one day. But I am spending most of my time indoors, mostly in my All room, right. laying on the bed, watching various okay. TV channels, I, I drinking have to admit, from the minibar.
1: When I went to the Caribbean, I went to the say, I went to Saint Martin. I spent a lot of time indoors. But Most of them were inside brothels, okay. <laughs> I mean, when, when I wasn't in one of them, then I was in the fucking beach or the casino. Uh, so if I wasn't, it was casino, brothels. We live very when different lives,
3: indoors. we live uh, different lives, Kenny, and that's that, which is great. That's
1: probably true. That's we probably live different
3: true. lives, and, that, and that's fine. But no, I like to spend my time indoors watching like I was watching like telenovelas or whatever.
1: Yeah, if you ever go to St. Martin, the best brothel in town, <laughs> Siemens, it's literally called Siemens. That's a Dutch. It, it, that's a Dutch place, yeah. is it not? Let's it, it, uh, no, no, no. It's Dutch and French, but I think this is actually on the French side. Oh, my Lord. It was beautiful. It was great. You walk in, it's a bar with, you know, girls with no clothes and porn on the TV. It was beautiful. You know, I loved it.
2: <laughs> so, you have to have your cold water beaches,
3: despite the fact that you don't ever want to go to the beach. I don't like to go to the beach often. But when I do go, when was the last time you went to the beach? Awesome. When was
2: the last time you went to the beach? It's been a
3: few years because I was living by a lake, so it's been a few years. Uh it's probably been six or seven years since I've been to a beach. I'll probably—it's never been my scene, right? Because I also don't like to getting dirty in the sand, and like then there's sand everywhere, and like I never understood the appeal of the beach. I actually think it's a very overrated thing to do. But if you're gonna do it and you're gonna be get in the water to cool down, you want to cool down. You want it freezing cold. Uh, you know that's it. It goes back to like. Nordic recovery, right? They they go into cold pools and that when you go back into the heat, like there's a thermic and a thermal sort of healing process.
2: I, I just, I don't know where you've gone, where you've stepped foot into the ocean where we live and you think it's a fucking heated pool.
3: Well, it's relative, in the summer, it's relatively warm along the Northumberland Strait, Nova Scotia. It is relatively warm.
2: What's relatively warm?
3: Like up by Pugwash and areas like that. No, it's no, not no, that cold. Okay, What's not that cold? Like... I mean I, 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 I'm terrible at guessing temperatures but like it's cool but not cold like you don't have to work hard to adjust to the water whereas like it's like teeth chattering cold at other beaches which is great it's what I'm looking for
2: so you would like to be as com- as uncomfortable as
1: possible in the
3: water I'm just saying. trying to cool down I don't want to spend a long time
1: here's the, the thing water. Pat like once you're in that cold water for five minutes it feels starts feeling warm yeah. I have no problem with the cold water tape.
3: thank you Kenny thank you I, I, this is great you need to come on more of this. is great. I don't, I don't it just—it's nice it, to see it, that Pat's once again on the wrong side of things.
2: Well, I mean, I think that people are going to agree with me on this one because people like because I think, I think unla- majority unlike, of
1: people agree with Pat. Unlike y-
2: unlike you two, by
1: the way, some people like to spend time in the water. Yeah. Well, I'm eh. fat and sweaty, so you know what I'm saying. When I'm on the beach, I'm, I'm uncomfortable extra fat in the water. And sweaty, so I'd like to go in and feel cool when I go in the water. Yes, I would like. Yeah, to a r- I'd rather a lot just have a,
3: yeah. Uh, Having a cool cool shower and laying down on the couch. Pat, you're like in
1: shape, not much of a sweater, look good without your, your shirt on. That's you, you know, Pat. Me and Tim, we're different. We're different. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to the beach, like I will spend
2: most of my time in the water, bring a football in the water, go throw the football around, you know, make some diving catches. I'm getting older now. You don't want to be doing that out on the beach. You can hurt yourself in the water.
1: It's fine. If it's just too cold, it's too cold. Great. Then you can't do that stuff. Once you're in the water long enough, you become acclimated. You're good to go. Yeah, Yeah. You could
3: acclimatize to anything if you were tough. Sure, you can
1: do uh, that. I didn't say that shit, Pat. You you're,
2: oh, oh, I didn't say that. Right, we're talking about softy Cust over here. I'm
3: not too worried about what he's up to. But well, you, apparently, somebody's too soft to go into cold water. It's too tingly, too cold for him.
2: You won't. You haven't been to the beach in seven years. Well, because I was living by a lake. Oh, sorry, you're living by the lake. Was the lake too cold for you? What if the lake I mean, I
3: like, no. The, the lake actually gets too warm. Actually, have so ever peed in a lake before? No, that's disgusting. I know people do it, but it's disgusting. You say you've never okay, peed well, in the either. lake.
1: No, of course not because
3: I swim in that course, water. It's that's probably
1: it's, it's probably safe because that 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 parasite I you know that people
3: them? do it but it's Have disgusting. you heard no, Have
1: you heard about the parasite? No, I don't like to floats read about Up these, your pee hole. No, like, I, I, I don't like to read no. about these hold things. Hold on, hold, hold,
2: on things? hold on. What you're referring to is the mighty candiru of the Amazon that will swim up Exactly. Yeah, it will go, swim it, right? up your urethra and give you a old chomp from inside. I hear
1: that they've had some cases in North America
2: hopefully i mean hopefully i guess our water's too cold and maybe they are they're oh, yeah, not up so here. you're good to go
1: you're good to go so yeah tim if you go to like a hot place it, don't pee it, don't pee in the water because okay it's duly noted. Run, run straight up your, your urethra <laughs> and get stuck up in that bitch you know what i'm saying so so duly, be careful with that one duly noted right.
2: you right. got you got anything else
1: yes
3: I don't understand why local gyms, whether here in Canada we choose like good life, in the United States you have like LA Fitness or whatever.
2: No, that, that's, that that's actually a French brand. It's called La Fitness.
3: It's La Fitness? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand and they should have Olympic like things for me to do there. Like what the they fuck? Should have like, they should have, like, shot puts that I can throw the at the the fuck gym. are you
2: talking about? They should about? have
3: discuses that I can throw. They should have the uneven bars or the rings that I can practice. Tim, Tim if, you, all if you this get
1: stuff. on the uneven bars, again, another thing, I would pay a lot of fucking money to watch. Well, That would be
3: incredible. You have to start somewhere, right? And, like, they, another way to grow these sort of these field events and sports would be for local gyms to have these sorts of things where I learn how to throw a shot put correctly. It's good exercise. Or how to throw the hammer. Or throw a, uh, Tim, a, you know, a javelin's hard because of the space. Tim, but like to learn how to do this. Okay, stuff, so, they the, need so to hold, be hold there. on, hold on, stop. The javelin is hard because of the space, but you want to do fucking hammer toss. You could do the hammer toss into a mat, right? And then like sort of like the way a golf simulator will then tell you how far the golf ball went. This can tell you how far you would have thrown it. Javelin's harder because it's small and it's sharp and it's pointy. And it would stick into things. It wouldn't be like a hammer, the hammer or the discus or the shot put. Those would be great for that. There should be
1: hurdles. For me to practice on, there should be like the rings, oh god, yes, bars, like, I agree stuff. with Tim. Uh, I want to see. Yes, i uh, the only reason I'm agreeing with Tim on this one is because I want to see video of all of this I with think, Tim, like that.
3: Not only is a great exercise. It's also a different thing that people be able to experience that a lot of people do in athletics. And like, it's not that hard. Like, I don't understand why it's it not ought- that hard. No, no not, not that hard for them to set up. Of course oh, it's difficult. You to realize use. that there are space constraints for this, right? Oh, you know, you can get rid of something that's, 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 like, okay, give
2: me an example of something to get rid of, to replace with discus.
3: I mean, I can think in the gym that I often go to is that there's like two sets of uh, of treadmills, you could get rid of some of them because they're never being used. Anytime I'm there, like you, once so you being... want like
1: a simulator, what I would what is it like? You, a, like you would like, have a, a, a golf simulator. Yeah. You can have you're, a like, space there. Yes. The discus into yeah. the screen. Yes, and you exactly. See how far it goes?
3: Exactly, learning
2: how that to throw the disc. Would
1: be cool. It would be so cool. It would be so cool. See, it would, would be, be so cool. cool. So
2: a baseline TrackMan for golf. Because I was looking at getting one for the office. I was going to have a TrackMan. We could also be our projection screen when we watch big events in the studio. Hell, I could do the show like they do on Golf Channel, where I'm just like hitting balls into the TrackMan and doing the show at the same time. Seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Baseline, we're looking at like forty-four thousand dollars for that. For like the shittiest. These are
3: one. huge businesses. Yeah, that's not, that's not do, a... do you know what
2: the huge business doesn't want? Something they have to pay fifty grand for that no one's going to fucking use. People will use it. Really, people will sign up because I don't of think
1: it. People will use it. Tim, me, and you might use it. But I don't people think will it say, it "Oh, oh wow, I, Ken, you didn't."
2: Kenny just said he hasn't been to the gym in thirty years, and Tim, yeah, you're going to use it.
3: Yeah. I would absolutely. People would love it. It's good exercise. You work muscles out. People will it's not love it. Me yes, and I you would love it.
1: Me and you would love People it. No would love it. It would no be so would popular, be and it would get those now, more popular too. Now, here's the thing: if you if it wasn't in a gym, if it was at a bar. Oh my god. Well you could drink. No yeah, one no no, no like one has no,
2: no one has that sort of liability insurance. At an axe throwing bar. At an axe throwing bar, there's a specific purpose where you're there. People are monitoring you the entire yeah. time. You couldn't have fucking duck hunt here and
3: discus throw here
1: <laughs> with <laughs> drunk dude amazing, walking though. around. God, that would be amazing. You're right. I don't you're think, right. you I can't don't get think the
3: complications are, are that great actually. Really? In terms of putting this together in the gym.
1: No, it's a liability well, thing,
2: Tim. It's a
3: liability. On, about
2: it. It's it's a liability. It's super expensive. No one wants to do it in the first place. And the reason that they have all of those treadmills there because they can buy the
3: treadmills in bulk and people come and use them. Get rid of the rowing machines. Like get rid of something. Do an analysis in your gym. Do, 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 do you, do you think, that, do you think that only you have done that with your offhand knowledge of what you
2: think people want analysis versus the actual businesses who run a business?
3: sometimes they aren't that, that there are opportunities that haven't been considered or realized well you saved and all that you say you them.
2: saved all that money on the furniture sounds like you should open a gym
3: i don't want to open a gym but i'd like my local gym to have i could be shot putting all day long and like it would be really cool and people would want to use it and they'd get good at it how is and it that you've exercise. never how is it that you've never gone to your local field and thrown a shot put
2: around i just don't there, What. There is a local field. There's a, there's fucking fields everywhere around you. If you but drove, they don't like have the go, equipment, you can go get one. Go go rent a
3: shot put ball and go throw it. Go
2: rent a jazz. Where do you one. rent get that
3: at? Where do you rent that I at shot know. puts around I don't fucking know. I'm sure Google. Yeah, google. Let's, google. let's put it into yellow pages.
1: Shot put Oh my god.
2: Oh, there's a special Olympics down by our old university where you can go rent these things.
3: Is that so? Yeah, and you can do it at the Canada Game Center. Interesting. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, my point is, and gym should have all that stuff. Why would you why would gym, gym say that's not there should that, be trampolines. There should be pummel horses. There's It's, it's not a, it's gymnastics. not a
2: gymnastics
3: gym. It's a gym to go work out and exercise. Well, but they, they, that's working out and exercise. And that kind of stuff should be there for people. So so you would
2: also yeah. have you would also need wow. to have trainers specifically for each of these things so when people do it that they're not fucking sure. up the entire time and hurting themselves.
3: Sure. Sure, why not? So you're basically like the live
2: tour of gyms, where you just have endless money?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be nearly as expensive as you're putting it up. How much would it cost you... to buy a set of shot puts and a, shot of, a so, set of so, discuses? So Tim
2: Anderkus, guy who didn't know what a couch costs, very easy to estimate what this
3: budget is going to be. For a, di- for a much. discus simulator, which doesn't fucking exist. Well, you don't know that. I'm sure there must be places. There must have something like that. I'm, what do you think the, the, the top tier uh, Olympic athletes work out on? You think it's always outdoors in a field and they're running back and forth to pick up their discuses? I don't think so. I'm sure that there are simulators. That would seem silly not to. It's a great idea. I've always thought of it. I'd like like if the rings were hanging there and I could just like climb up on the rings and practice. Oh my god.
1: Tim, I, that would be the most amazing I want I want someone to build it just so I can see it happen. It, it would be incredible. It like- would be incredible. Uh, But here's the thing. I sort of agree with you, but I don't think the gym is the right place for this. If you could could somehow manufacture the marketing for a a place where you would have simulators like this, no, I'm wrong. You still wouldn't make no fucking money. It wouldn't fucking work. But, But it would be cool to me. It would be cool to me, Tim. It would be cool to me. It would be cool to everybody.
2: There are, there is a such thing as a discus simulator as a part of a larger sports simulator. The issue is, I don't know how good these are gonna be because they have like discus. They it looks like they have shot put on here, but the graphics look like they're from like Super Nintendo. So I don't know how good these are. It Seems really strange.
1: It just hey, just Olympic seems games like my, from from regular Nintendo. That was my. It just shit seems right like there. there would
3: have to be those sorts of things for Olympians who train. Uh, Why would not just be outside no, in the field no, all day, They're running
1: run around chasing you know, you, after their. You their know problem. that they have like giant indoor stuff.
2: Yeah, they have giant facilities for this stuff
3: where they specifically
1: go do those things.
3: I actually don't know where they do these things. I I don't know. I just told you where. they do. I
1: mean, in America, it's probably in in Colorado, uh, in yeah. the Olympic whatever, whatever thing that they got in Colorado that they have these training I, things that, that 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 they do for these Olympic games. But, like, it's in a controlled area where they have professionals around. Now, granted, me, I love chaos. I would love, like, a drunk fucking discus-throwing bar. It would be great. I'd go out there and do it and shot put. And I'm, but I'm sure someone would die of doing that at some point in time. Well, and yeah, li- there's, liability yet,
3: a- there's liability at the gym for all kinds of exercises that are done.
2: Sure, but most of those are self-contained. Very few people are picking up a dumbbell and throwing it across the room.
3: I agree with that.
2: And with a discus, I mean, you got to get your rotations in. You have to build up your momentum in order to throw that discus. Fucking go anywhere if you didn't know what you were doing. I mean, you
3: have to think through having nets up or something, but you know, that's okay.
2: So now we're adding to the cost of what's going
3: on here. For again, something well, somebody, that no it's one not is going to be done free, use. but like people are gonna and, like, say, oh, people cool. going to use it, and like people aren't going to use it. Oh, what are you going to work out today with? Oh, I'm going to go do field events today, and that'll be like your Monday workout is field events. You would never do that. You can barely get to the treadmill. I can do
2: stuff. You would go do that, would you? You'd go. Can we film Cuss does the decathlon?
1: Dude, I would. Pay, that would be the highest rated show on Mayo Media Network. All right, it would be amazing. I think some Tim, of Tim, Tim, Tim. If somewhere. you do this, if you end up doing this, uh, I'll give you a hint right now. As a former eighth grade discus champion right here Mr. Kenny Kim 8th grade <laughs> discus champion a lot of people when they don't know what they're doing and they spin the discus they spin it uh counterclockwise the way to get the actual distance that you need is to spin it clockwise why does that make because, a difference because the way that you're projecting your arm and like the 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 actual like uh, okay you know like the way your arm goes and the way it goes off your fingers it flies farther when you sort of go in this rotation instead of this rotation.
2: Yes, and if you lived in Australia, you'd have to do it the other way than what Kenny is saying because of the Coriolis effect. <laughs> All right. Last thing, I'm going to end with this because, Kenny, you're on the show. because I don't know if you heard about this story. However, did you see that GEICO had to pay out $5.2 million from a woman who contracted an STD from having sex in a car. It was covered under the audio, auto policy of everything. Are you what?
1: serious? Yeah. I'm sure my insurance company owes me a lot of money then, probably. <laughs> Tim, what do you think about that? I don't know if you've heard my car story, but go ahead.
3: I haven't go heard right. it. No, I think that that is shocking. And I can't believe that Geico would in any way be responsible for that.
2: They found that they were responsible for
3: it. How? How? How are they liable? So, they were ordered to pay it. Yeah, I yeah, know. I understand that they were ordered, but like in what world could they have been found liable? Like under what circumstances?
2: Well, this happened in Missouri and that GEICO must cover the injuries and losses from a disease after a 2014 incident in a Hyundai Genesis.
1: In a Korean car? Uh,
2: the insurance giant's GEICO must give more than $5 million to a woman who had sex with a motorist in his car and contracted a sexually transmitted disease that's what they said in a Missouri appellate court. Um, yeah, that's what that's like
3: saying, okay, well, then if you were to sleep with somebody at a Holiday Inn, uh, then uh, the the uh, the hotel is on the hook for the disease that you contracted at the hotel. Uh, like that doesn't make any sense to me.
1: I agree okay, with uh, you, but this is like a I thing. agree. But I would take that money, because I don't know, if, Tim, if you've heard my story. I have not. Uh, it, it's a story time with Kenny's story well, you can, on the you, Fantasy Golf podcast. Why, Go why,
2: why don't you give the, the Coles Notes version to Cust right now?
1: Okay, so so I was I was at a strip club. I was able to take a stripper back to my car. Okay, yes, I paid money for her. Whatever, fuck y'all. I, that's what happened. Uh, and so the big thing is, her big selling point was that she was a squirter. Okay. Oh My
3: goodness, oh my uh, she goodness. was a
1: squirter and so you know, I've I, I've I've heard about these type of women before in my life. I, I I've seen you know clips <laughs> on certain websites. Oh my goodness, would that be
2: would that be a certain site where if you use someone else's computer and then all of a sudden there was just a random like
1: live jasmine ad that was still up there? We knew what you were doing. Exactly, exactly, one of those sites, right? <laughs> and so we get to the car. Right. We get to the backseat of the car. I take her to the you know behind the dumpster at 7 Eleven behind the strip club. That you know, that's just what happened. Um, and so we end up, you know, doing whatever we need to do, and like I get her excited with my little finger, okay, and all of a sudden, quantities of liquid fly out of her goodness. nether area. Oh my goodness. Nether area, and they're literally like not like Small little beads, like 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 jet streams coming at me, and and it's weird to me. Like I am dodging it like Neo. I'm 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 doing the Neo dodging like all over, and it just keeps on coming. All and and exactly coming, and it it happens in my Forerunner that I just bought (laughs) this past fall. It was about two weeks after I had bought the car, and. After this excursion that I incurred, what I realized was the back seat of my car. I, I I wouldn't want to sit back there ever again. <laughs> basically, oh my somatic. goodness, gracious. Uh, I mean, literally, like, all, you know, missing my head, splattering on the windshield. Just, just, just I'm Neo. I'm just trying to fly by and and miss this. And you know like I said, I've I've seen this before in certain types of videos, but I never really believed that it was the truth. Never really believed that this would occur. So to me, it was like a Bigfoot sighting. If you go back to the Fantasy Golf Generals podcast, look for the title, Bigfoot sighting. You could hear this whole story. Um, and so afterwards, you know, my car, not the fresh smelling car it was. The back seat, all leather, not as crisp leather as it once oh, was. Oh, no.
3: Oh and goodness. I would have
1: loved my insurance company I would have loved to claim this to my insurance company <laughs> oh my to God. fix the leather and everything on my car, but I didn't think it was possible. Maybe now it is.
2: Well, if you lived in Missouri, you might have it, you might have a case. I-,
1: I have no words.
2: Well, that seems like a good enough spot to end it. Fantasy Guys Degenerates Bigfoot sighting episode. If you want to hear Kenny's entire story, Kenny, I want to thank you today for coming on. Cust Corner!
0: Conner, it's Couscous, it's it's Cascona. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cascona, Couscous, Couscous. All
1: right, man. It's just been a pleasure. This has been like the highlight of my year. Uh, I've I've been wanting to be on this show with with you and Tim for a while. It was it was great. I loved it. Hopefully I didn't say anything too fucked up for me to not be on again.
2: I don't know. I, I, think, uh, I, I think this is the, just the type of injection, Tim, that Cuss Corner needed. I, I feel like we're getting drowned out by the same voices. I'm okay. I, I'm unlike you. I'm okay when people come on and disagree with me and agree with you, where it seems to trigger you.
3: Well, I mean, I thought it was a great injection, and it was lovely to have someone come on here who wasn't just disagreeing with me. Uh, I mean, look, Gary is great. Jeff is great, but they see, tend to see things in a more conventional way perhaps than Kenny does or I do. And so it was marvelous to hear another voice. Look, look, I'm looking
1: at I'm looking truth. at me and you next to each other, Tim, and your face and my face. and you would not expect us to be in agreement so often, especially if you listen to my show and you listen to Tim. You would not expect that, but we are we are we are brothers. i, I I'm a fan. And hopefully we can do this again. Yes. We don't agree
3: on everything, but we certainly agree on some things. And it was great to have you on. And I was thoroughly happy for the agreement. And I thought, yeah, you, it was—it it added a flavor to, to the show. And it was nice for, for Patrick to have to experience multiple people disagreeing with his soft takes. So it was nice.
1: Well, Pat, I never said those are not my words. Just remember that. Okay?
3: <laughs> no, they're mine. They're mine. Mm-hmm. You can follow Kenny on Twitter
2: at KendoVT. You can also follow him on the Fantasy Golf Degenerates podcast on Mayo Media Network. Highly recommend that you go check that out. You can follow me at the PME. You should sub to the Cuss Corner audio feeds. And of course, on Twitter, follow Tim at Tim TimAndercust.
3: Tim not my name or my Twitter handle. timanderson 87 I bring the funny and I do not bring curses. This has been a very uncursed year as people have been noticing and uh i'm uh yeah come follow me there kenny would you agree that this has been an uncursed year so far
1: you know probably not but (laughs) close i i here's the thing like anytime i hear uh tim's one and done or something like that i sort of go against it but isn't he winning the one and done between you and jeff right now
2: yes we're just also terrible at making picks
1: (laughs) Uh, tim i got your back a little bit all right brother Thank you Kenny. Much yes, obliged. Sir. Yes well,
2: sir. Well t- Kenny, didn't you benefit when your Washington Capitals won the Stanley Cup? That was
1: that was the the best ander curse I would have to say I've I've ever had in my life. Wow. Uh Tim, I remember that year you said you had nothing you were you're rooting on the Caps, you'd bet on the Caps every year and finally you gave up and once you gave up I got my chip. And and that I that championship, the most meaningful championship that I've ever experience as a sports fan i have to i have to thank you for that because uh i, I you know it was it was magnificent uh i i i think that game i think it was game five against vegas i knew we were going to win all my friends wanted me to go out meet them out whatever bar because the, that game was in vegas i knew i couldn't i had to watch it at home and i cried like a fucking baby when we finally fucking won so thank you tim about that
3: well, I'm happy that my misfortune was your fortune. It was. It was. You're getting credit. You love credit. No, not not for this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> once
2: again, smash like to the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network, and click on the Cuss Corner tab to get all of the previous Cuss Corners. Or if you want to listen to the audio version, check the description or just search Cuss Corner on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever, and subscribe to the Cuss Corner feed and leave a rating in review. As Kenny once did, one day you'll just discover the feed and you'll listen to them all and you'll be like, When's the next one coming out? And yeah. And yeah, you know, we do one every week of during football in many versions, and then we create a best up. But I'm glad we got back to an actual cuss corner. I know the people will like it. Please spread the word around of Cuss Corner. That'll do it for us. I'm Pat Mayo. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time.